0: October 22nd.
1: Beautiful. So there's not one in September? Nope, it's every three months. Every okay. three months, okay. Nice and quarterly. You Just said October what?
0: 22nd. Thank mm-hmm. you. Cool. And it's also electronic and
2: cool. again. Oh, excellent. Cool. Is that a good turnout you had? Yep,
0: pretty good. Um, yeah, every time it's been pretty good. Uh, electronics has been... I'm excited by it to be able to keep going. And uh, we had a little bit less in July than before, but it's a very busy month, and there was another collection the same day. So mm.
3: I wonder if fewer people get takeout in the summer or something, like the warmer months. So I'd be curious. But, know. Cool. Now,
4: you know, for the city residents, we have a very nice hazardous waste pickup over at the county.
3: Oh, yeah. Which is very nice. Cool.
4: Is there some way to make everybody? I think you might get better recycling participation if it's all in one spot. Might, mm-hmm. Is that like a dumb idea or maybe?
3: It's I think in a perfect world, it would be a great idea. But uh, well, We've added but, the uh, electronic
0: recycling with the- Well, yeah, I think that's great. I'm just I would love to see that expand. Um, the reality is it's a bunch of different companies that are dealing with different things, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of coordination with that. Um, Single stream recycling does a lot of things, but not everything. And so that's okay. their property, that's-
2: So it's
4: still it's complicated and more complicated than you'd guess. I got it. Okay, just a few.
3: No, for sure. Uh, Any other announcements? Uh, Yeah. Uh, No, please. Me. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Saturday um, from ten to noon, we will be doing a cleanup at the Woods Lake over on the um, Over Neighborhood Association side on their beach, um, pulling out some vine and just doing a general cleanup and. pretty low-key, just a few hours for a work session. That's
3: Saturday the 20th?
5: The yeah, so um, there's the city park side, and then the steep stairs that come down on the park view side will be over there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we have bittersweet that is swallowing okay. everything.
3: Bittersweet, okay. That's Saturday, August 20th from 10 to noon.
5: 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool.
3: You? Anybody else? Lori, did you want to talk about asylum stuff, or get get to it when we get to our subcommittees, or are you just here to hang out? Either way, maybe. maybe yeah. <gasps> All right, then we'll we'll hold off to the asylum spot then. Okay, so not seeing no other announcements, um, comments by others on non-agenda items. I think that's kind of the same thing. All good. I'll
0: just throw something out from uh, Commission Thursday, we're getting a new city attorney. We're going to hire a new city attorney. Please go to calumetcity.org/slash-city-attorney, or I'm sorry, attorney search. It's a, it's a one pager. Just five qualities you want to see in a city attorney. You're working with some Michigan to um, to do this search.
2: Cool.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you for doing that and spread the word.
3: Absolutely. Um, all right. Moving on, uh, unfinished business updates discussion. Uh, Jamie is not joining us right now for a community sustainability plan. They're going to be meeting with the county to uh, sort some stuff out soon. So uh, we will probably hear from her in September, I think, on some updates, what's going on with the, with the plan. Um, and unless somebody else has stuff, I don't have anything about Kalamazoo River Morrow Dam cleanup at the moment. Usually something Aaron's been focusing on, but. Uh, yeah. Anybody hear anything? I think
0: there was something in the newspaper, but I didn't read it. Did you happen to see that? Nope, totally missed it. I'll try to figure out if I can find that
3: real quick. Okay. Um, Yes, now we can circle back towards the end on that one. Um, So conveniently, that brings us to Emily's presentation on new approaches to leaf management. If uh, we can uh, switch over, Melissa.
5: I submitted a document which okay, I don't you. think went out to um, went out to folks maybe, but uh, I don't, don't know um, if you want to put it up or I can just talk, kind of talk through the reasoning.
3: Yeah, um, if you want to maybe do like yeah. the bullet points and then we can uh, yeah, maybe yeah. revisit it next month as well. Yeah. Okay.
5: So basically just looking at, um, you know, when the leaves come down in the fall, we sort of right now have this approach of like... The city and private homeowners, and basically, you know, we we have a strategy of just removing all the leaf litter from all surfaces, and it just kind of goes to well, I don't know where it goes, wherever, somewhere where it's just trash. I don't know if it goes to the city compost or where it goes. Um, and I think by doing that, we're missing out on a couple things. One, we are removing um, a lot of organic material that is um, necessary for oh thank you yeah <laughs> um, we're removing a lot of necessary material that's for insect populations which supports the bird populations i um, looked at the notes it looked at Gale, like gail had been working on the urban bird treaty which fits really nicely into that plan um, so it's really it's just such an easy way to maintain our bird populations that we're just stripping them of their food source um, it also helps you know control erosion i even see over at woods lake where I am, they'll they'll you know leaf load the entire hill you know down leading into the lake and and i think if you're just a parks employee you're just doing what you think you're supposed to be doing right but we know with removing all the material it strips the soil it leads to more erosion um you know it just really creates more work for people that we don't need um there's a, there's a separate issue with leaf blowers themselves, things like the you know the noise pollution and the air pollution that they create. Um, I don't know if we want to consider that a separate issue or the same or the same issue, right? So I so I just put together sort of this little paper, just sort of as an introduction to some of the issues. Um, and with that, not really knowing you know what that would mean as far as if we would direct that to the Parks Department or what we would do with that information. Um, just wanted to bring something to the table that, that's been on my mind.
3: Absolutely. Um, yeah, does anybody have any questions on the immediate side of it? What, what are you
2: proposing? Uh, no leaf pickup or just leave the, leave the leaves?
5: So I think it could be several things. Mm-hmm. I think that neighborhoods, I mean, I think neighborhoods are really well positioned to Find out what they want to do with this maybe we could designate some drop-off places around the city you know for municipal leaf collections most neighborhoods in the city have empty lots that are under you know unutilized they could go there we could work with community gardens to do drop-offs there um i mean for private homeowners i think it's mostly just awareness um maybe there's some sort of clever incentive campaign we could come up with you know maybe the announcements could go into the um, curve, yes, the view from the curb, you know, to let people know. Um, you know, the thing with a lot of these issues is it's not that people are intentionally causing harm, right? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a lack of a lack We've of knowledge always... and a lack of awareness. Um, so those were the two sort of things that came to mind kind of immediately that we could do.
2: What do people think about um, the city like piloting Mulch, mow, mulching
3: the leaves instead of blowing them away. I think that's a, a recommendation we could certainly make, and uh, it would also be a good one to bring up at the Parks and Rec uh, yeah. meetings as well. Um, maybe in the meantime, then we can make sure we'll distribute this information. Everybody can get read right up on it, and then uh, we'll still have plenty of time this fall to be thinking about it. That maybe our September mm-hmm. meeting, we try to figure out what to do, um, even just, you know, who to educate and forward information on to. Yeah. Do you want to add
0: it as a subcommittee? Is there anything you would want to do to work on it or just like
5: I don't necessarily know if it would need to be a subcommittee beyond, you know, because we already have a wildlife committee. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a rec to it. the yeah, to the parks rec board or somewhere in there I think. You know, I
2: think
4: in our neighborhood, it's just constant leaf blowers all the way right? And you can see what happens to the grass and the lawn when you blow it out. Every little twig and every little ant comes off the ground, and you've got kind of a sterile pile of grass there. And it's so easy to just mulch it and leave it there. Yeah. People I are so obsessive. And they're just so obsessive. <laughs> yes, there it it there's a certain amount of uh, it almost wants to look like a cartoon scene uh, spec in the like,
3: I um, may have complained about it in the Winchell Facebook group and made myself neighborhood enemy number one. It is, it is.
4: Well I yeah. just wonder I wonder if people actually understand, you know, what, what they're doing and, and how what a nuisance it is and how much better it'd be for the lawn. You wouldn't have put a bunch of fertilizer on there so often to make the lawn grow. And you could have lots, you could have eight leaf cleanups instead of two,
5: mm-hmm. yeah.
4: you know, okay. instead of, and be, besides when people rake or blow them, mostly now it's all blown, mm-hmm. it, they don't really put it by the curb and wait for the day of the before the leaf pickup and put them in the street. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. It's like nobody goes 25 in the 25 zone. Yeah, you know, they just don't do it. So just changing the, the whole mode, I think, would be a better way. If, I wonder if he, I think I'm going to go around and ask people what they well, what they would think. And just ask 20 neighbors and see what they think about changing it to, you know, yes, the leaf pickup but not put every single leaf out there and don't blow them, mulch them. And most of the guys don't even do their own lawn. Well, yeah, All right. So I'm, I'll do that. I'll just go around and ask 20 different neighbors and just see what they think about changing their mode of taking care of their lawn in the fall. Maybe – Maybe people, people just don't know, maybe they'll object, I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I'll do that.
5: Well, and that's what I wonder too with, you know, the Parks Department, I assume a lot of the city's work is contracted through private companies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then is there any review of what those procedures are so Those companies that we work, you know, that we work with through the city? Is there any direction beyond take care of this parcel of land?
0: Do you know if, any, if there's any HOA requirements
5: anywhere for people to have to get rid of their leaves in a specific way? I'm not, 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 it, the, city not the city, but probably not from the city.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. I wonder if it would be, um, you know, just sort of brainstorming a little bit of something that the, we could encourage the city, the parks and recs, to, to do as a... Um, you know, kind of showcase mulching in place yep. in the parks and the green spaces mm-hmm. rather than you know, hauling everything out and um, you know just sort of doing it as a demonstration of you know but the city like steps up and says we we understand the benefit and we're gonna ask our contractors to 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 mulch in place. So just one quick question as you scroll down there, my name is spelled yeah. wrong. I just I thought like fly oh by, I so. apologize yeah. no that's okay I didn't
5: really know we were gonna
1: be like putting it on the phone. <laughs> no no <certainly>. <laughs> so. well now that you are you know ad, ad hoc situation <laughs> yeah.
3: um yeah so I'm liking some of the ideas I'm hearing number one talking to the neighbors to see what they think if nothing else there's an education opportunity yeah. number two we're gonna read this and maybe talk about it a little bit more next week or next month um, and then also it might. Yeah, I really like the idea of we could really position the parks department as kind of uh, a, yeah. hey, we're the we're the people that know how to do turf. Uh, these are best practices uh, uh, for the environment, and et cetera. You know. Can you send
2: that? Okay. Yes, I will. I'll distribute it absolutely. Yep. Is there anything,
5: it, is there anything yep. in the community sustainability plan that has okay. to do with that? I didn't read anything. There, I don't remember.
3: I don't remember anything about there, lawn management.
6: I know, okay.
0: this is, um, but specifically, um, I know that uh, Aaron was talking to Director Baker about coming and talking about something else. Yes. He would also be the one to know about where the leaves go. Oh, yeah. They go no. to the Shippers. It would be Skippers the Shippers.
3: Shippers. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah. And and, to, and that whole
0: process. But it so the services work with do. Parks and Rec to, to work on this. So I would encourage him to All right. Too.
3: That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll be having him. uh, I can't remember if we decided September or October. We're going to be talking about the flood plan. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the flood management stuff that he's been constantly working on and just see see where they are on that. So that's a good idea to pick his brain while we have the opportunity. Currently, the
0: city gets over to our composting site and
2: the contractors. Do next. Um, uses it
0: for their
1: is it still available for city residents? The you know the composted material that they can Not get for free. Composted material that we have.
0: Material out, That residents.
1: Can. And that is
0: also where's that? Right, where. Landing. Okay. I saw a beast name.
3: Well, excellent. Uh, Any closing thoughts on leave stuff at the moment? All right. Thank you, Emily. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. I'll distribute the the reading, uh, and we will talk about it more next month. Um. The so I guess the next thing is we're going to talk a little bit about subcommittee assignments. Um, I suppose it makes sense either way to do it before or after the reports. But uh, David, I think I saw your list. Emily, I don't remember if I saw your list of preferences. Um, I'll just
5: tell
3: you. Yeah, you can just tell me for now. Um, so we have a few vacant ones, and then. I think David, you said you were most interested in Parks and Rec, and given the fact that I don't think I've seen Rob in four months, uh, (laughs) we might be able to discuss you taking over that position.
2: Emily also said that she was interested in that one. Oh, am I mixing up the two? No, we we both did. Okay. Okay. So I'd be happy to be an for help if Emily would like to. Sure. I
3: mean. It's up to you guys. Either way, if one of you wants it, I'm happy to t- talk to Rob and. See I see would this. like
5: to do it, and then if you feel like an extra meeting. Yep, I'll
3: help <laughs> <find> you.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It wouldn't hurt to
1: have more than one person because you can't. True.
2: Right. What, you know, sometimes you can only
1: you can't make it to all the meetings, and mm-hmm. it would be nice to have an alternate or take yeah. team it or.
3: Absolutely. And that's a pretty important one, too. That's a lot of real estate on <laughs> um, the city property. So, um, excellent. Um, so, let's see. What did that leave for number two for David? Uh,
2: and I, Gail is doing very good work on the tree committee. So, I, I again, I, I would be willing to, be, to help you out uh, as your alternate on that because I really appreciate your voice in that committee. You're doing a very good
1: job. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, the the tree committee is a little different than any of the others because the representative from EEC is actually a voting member of the tree committee. It's Mm -hmm. not just an observer who reports back. It's actually a a working member of the committee. So um, for that reason, it would be hard to you know, have a have an alternate. But thank you for your, your kind words. I have enjoyed <laughs> being on the committee because I have some agendas I always
0: so that's try to point. Pardon? I like. It's like that Oh, part. is it? Okay. And for other spots, not mine, but like other people have been able to be alternates, I think, but oh. so, mm-hmm. so okay. that might be a possibility.
1: Well, I I can there. I can ask next time we have a meeting. Okay.
5: Boards, right? So that's one of the boards that we would normally sit on as an observer and not a voting member. Would it be possible to be on both boards and be a voting member on both? It is possible, Ah, yeah. Because they only have like three people on that board.
3: Uh, Yeah, my understanding is yes, it's possible. Uh, The main reason I think that is because Bobby, who's also not here, uh, is on the NFP as well. so that's definitely an option if you wanted to be like an official member and then if it's like a backup or something. Um, so we're kind of working through your list, David. Uh, wildlife, Gail's on that one. Um, that could maybe be a tag team. I know that's uh, pretty close to your line of work as well. Um, we, I'm going to be honest, since I'm in the driver's seat today, I don't feel that strongly about absolutely having a person assigned to each one of these. Um, and I'm open to doing alternates or uh, kind of wait to see how the chips fall on the, on the tree committee. And then uh, after we know which way that goes, uh, we can decide if we need to find a different spot for you. that's that sound okay?
1: Okay. And I had, um, I had offered to take on the Kalamazoo River Watershed Council because we didn't have somebody on that, so. Right. Um, you know, I'm I'm still willing to do that unless somebody else has a strong interest.
3: I was also thinking about that one. I've I've been personally kind of more interested in river stuff mm. as time goes on. Um, you can obviously take first dibs if you'd like to do that one, um, but maybe in the interest of spreading things out, I would ask maybe choose either wildlife or the river. Maybe it's one way to. So if you don't have to decide now. We can yeah. maybe come back in the September meeting and sort that out. Um, but yeah, and planning commission is kind of up, up for uh, grabs as well. I, I go to it, um, I don't really think there's a whole lot to, to report back most of the time. Um, but yeah, how about we just table, table David's assignment for next month, uh, once we know a little bit more. When
5: is the planning commission?
3: I think it's the first Monday of the month. <laughs> I think it was the fourth, uh, this month I watched the recording. I did my homework. Yeah. Um, I could, I could look that up and follow up, but it's a lot of like site review plan and people are presenting like how they want to modify the properties and stuff like that. Um, I think it probably is considerably more important before the NFP was passed when it was like, when there wasn't additional measures of okay. um, environmental checks to there. Um, yeah, so okay. So we'll table that one until next month unless anybody has any closing thoughts on assignments. Is, is Aaron cycling off this year then? It says his last year, yes. Okay, so some of his spots will be open you Correct. Since, like the Correct. the order task force. Okay. Yes. So, and that one um, is kind of perennial up in the air uh, in terms of just waiting on when information from in DHHS or whoever. Um, that one's like a, I'd almost say like a 0.5 assignment in terms of time mm. commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a good thought that we're going to have to think about that in the near future. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I know there's been many months in which they didn't meet, so that would make sense um, to me. And <laughs> that, as far as I know, they're still waiting on the state, on their report, um, and that's kind of the big, the big thing at the moment. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd be interested in serving on that one since I'm not in on any of the others. Since to be honest,
2: the .5 uh, <laughs> aspects is somewhat appealing too. Okay. Working
3: in my end. So. Yeah, and um, yeah, we can maybe we talk to Aaron, and that might be a good one to tag team as we do that rotation house edit. you uh, are up to speed as quickly as possible. Okay. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I was just scrolling like you know. Speaking of the Watershed Council, are you familiar with green drinks? If yeah. You can green yeah. Drink, yeah. you can get those invitations? Yeah. yeah. Because next Tuesday, the 23rd from 5 to 7 at the State Theater, Doug um, uh, McLaughlin from the Kalamazoo Watershed Council will be speaking about
3: that. Um, what time was that, sorry?
0: From 5 to 7. 5 to 7. At the mezzanine level of the State Theater. Discussion
2: will start around five thirty. Yeah, they've been stepping those up suddenly again. I'm not sure who puts those on, but margin yeah,
1: Green, um, green Is that council the Council Sustainability Sustainable Business Forum.
2: So that let survive. Okay. Well
1: it's it's um it's it's been an, a hiatus. Yeah. And now yeah. it's being um rejuvenated.
2: Good.
3: Um, well, that would be a good one if somebody wants to go to that and tell oh. us if there's updates. I unfortunately can't make that one. I, 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 I usually go to those. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So turn out now. I'm just curious. Um,
1: well, I've, I've only been to one. Okay. Uh, the, there's only been two. Uh-huh. And one of them well maybe there's been three. I've been to two. One of them I couldn't go to because I was giving a presentation at the same time. So, um, uh, it's been... You know, I mean, it hasn't been thousands of people right. yet. Um, I think people are just... take some time for people to learn about it again.
3: Oh, Doug is new to the job. Okay. The email list is very and long. There's got, a lot of people on the list.
1: On, on the uh, board, but he's just the former executive director left, and so he's taken on that role.
2: I'll try to make that one, too.
5: I'm sorry, can we back up just a touch? What's the... Groups Green to drink. organize. okay. Is this a company
0: no.
2: or
0: a group? No. Or? Nope, it's in sustainable business They like recruit different uh, people to speak about different environmental related topics, meet at different places like breweries or something. Uh, the first one back at like since Corona was <laughs> at Bell's to show their cardboard compactor and how they mm-hmm. left sure. community Um, small businesses and different kind of community people come in and bring their cardboard to have it actually uh, compacted and recycled. And then they had another one that uh, went over the community sustainability plan. I'm not sure if there was another one or not.
1: There was one at
0: the creamery.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Like I said, I was uh, giving a
2: talk so I could go
3: to it. Yeah, it was was like on Leeds uh, Sustainable Design Tour kind of thing. yeah, we can we can get you
6: connected if
3: you just even want to be in the know. I just Three was emails. looking for context. For sure, okay, yeah. for sure. I only want your email. Uh, e. don't maybe don't uh, read it, it in the oh, phone
4: number.
3: Yeah. 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 Okay. that, that oh. can that can be a, be a email. email. Yeah. yeah. getting <laughs> <laughs> get. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Productive. <laughs> Well, uh, moving on to subcommittee reports. Bobby's not here. Air and quality, air quality, water quality. Bobby and Aaron not here. Uh, wildlife, natural resource protection. Gail.
1: Um, not much to report. Uh, I am still plotting um, along with the application for the Urban Bird Treaty, um, waiting for Jamie McCarthy to move things along with the city of Kalamazoo. I can't really do anything Mm -hmm. until that happens. So that's that's where I'm at with that. Um, And I don't have any other wildlife things to report. Waiting to hear the necropsy findings, autopsy findings from our falcon that died under anesthesia, but uh, Mm. don't have that information yet.
3: Uh, If nothing else, maybe uh, when Jamie comes to talk about the sustainability plan, we can bring that up as well, just like what's going on with that. Yeah, exactly. So We'll make sure to bring that up again soon. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Gail. Uh, Waste management litter. I didn't get a hold of
0: everyone for uh, actually meeting. I don't know if anyone else is interested in that. It's really, I don't know, um, the idea was collaborative, trying to figure out some new new things that we can do. so I don't know if anyone else is interested in that. You mentioned the trying to add different kinds of recycling events. I don't know if you'd yeah. want to join and try to see what else we could add, but I'd be down for something like that.
4: Well, <laughs>
3: <not>. <laughs>
2: okay,
4: I'll be, I, the trouble is I missed a darn many meetings because of morale. Coming and going all the time.
0: How about, uh, like, Zoom meetings? I have Zoom so we could do oh, that. I, too. I, I oh. sure will. I'm going <laughs> okay.
4: a phone call. Okay. Next, I'll give you a phone number. You can, okay. I can hop on and join. I'll, and work, I'll, I'll, do I'll give you a phone number. It
5: looks like there's a real need to do some additional waste collection or have some options for people in some of our um, areas of the city where, where houses will congregate. Because I know that that I know that that cause that is an issue for people. I don't want to dismiss that that is an issue, but we know that people are going to be out. So I feel like if we had some better ways to keep that sanitary, you know, that would uh, cut down a lot of friction and just improve conditions of life.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yep. Um,
3: okay. Uh, planning Commission. Me. Uh, not much to report. Actually, uh, they are deleting basically a uh, part of a street. Um, I, I wrote down the name, but I don't have that paper on me, unfortunately. But they're doing a development on the north uh, east side of town that there's like a little strip of road that the uh, Planning Commission said that they're abandoning, I guess, is basically uh, or vacating, I think. Um, so they're going to turn that into a block multi-use uh, Yeah, multi-use development. Um, And then the other update uh, is they moved the wellhead protection ordinance to a different section of city code. Um, It doesn't change any of the laws. It doesn't remove anything. It was uh, to bring it in uh, compliance with a new environment, Great Lakes and Energy State Directive um, on how often this needs to be updated. Uh, So if you're uh, interested in that, that documentation is online, Um, but
1: Uh, to report from the tree committee, really, um, not anything of note has happened at the meetings. Um, The last I heard, the revision of the tree ordinance um, may be outsourced. You know, there seems to be uh, an interest in outsourcing it to a consultant rather than trying to write it. Revise it in house.
3: Do you know the reasoning for that?
1: Well, the reasoning is um, A, part of it is I think just time, Mm -hmm. and the other thing is is the interest in um, being able to have someone who has looked at ordinances from a number of different communities Mm -hmm. to, you know, make ours, or, you know, maybe not make ours consistent with theirs, but just to see, you know, are there ideas that we can draw from um, from other ordinances that have been revised. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, there are apparently consultants that do this, and um, that's the last I heard, but there hasn't been any um, movement on working on that from the tree committee or from the city staff.
5: You know, so, what are the revisions under consideration? Like, what is the motivation for meeting to? Uh, it's is just
1: that, a, you know, I don't think anything much is going to change, but the ordinances, you know, I don't remember what the date is, but it's just a need to, you know, revise it. I think there's a number of things in there mm-hmm. that may not be um, consistent with current standards or codes, um, such as, you know, the height of trees, the distance from power poles, Um, you know, kind of that sort of thing from a consumer's um, and, you know, electrical perspective. Um, I mean, there really isn't any major revisions. It's just, um, you know, making those things, uh, making sure that the ordinance fits what the current standards are. And, um, you know, maybe you know, I don't know what else. You know, we had sort of started on it and, um, you know, looking at, you know, instead of trying to list every species that you could plant and every species you could not plant, you know, is to have a more general list of, you know, in certain spaces, you know, you can have trees up to a certain height. In other spaces, you can have trees that are up to another height, depending on whether or not there are power lines, you know, overhead in that curb lawn. So, you know, it's not anything major. It's mostly nuts and bolts.
5: Does that affect the street tree planting initiatives?
1: No, um, that, you know, that really isn't part of the the ordinance. Um, You know, that has more to do with just public works. You know, how much money is available, how many trees are going to be sourced. You know, there was the Tree survey that was done last year, and identified the age and condition of the trees that we have, how many open spaces there are, what the species are, you know, and to use that as a guide. But that doesn't really have anything to do with the ordinance. That's more of a plan, and you know, so there's a general plan of of being able to divide the city into um, two columns. Parcel, And with the idea of each parcel will be visited by the um, city forester and, and that staff um, every nine years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the trees in that, in that quadrant will be assessed, they will be trimmed, they will be, you know, removed if they're old and dangerous. And then, you know, the next year they'll pick another area to work on. And so that's at least kind of a of a plan. But like I said, that doesn't have to do with the ordinance. There's no there's no law that dictates that. How they're choosing to allocate the resources. Thank you
3: for that. And similar, um, does the trade committee ever present recommendations to the city commission directly? Aiden, that you're aware of at least.
1: I do not know of a situation where they have done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's usually, um, you know, projects are coming to us mm-hmm. that involve trees that are on city property with requests to do, do things to the trees, remove, usually remove trees. We actually had somebody come to the tree committee, she was told she should come to the tree committee, and it, the, the site plan was planting trees. Not removing to it's like
2: Great. we're all we all
1: just like sat there and like,
2: what
1: what did you say? <laughs> so it's like, well, that's kind of refreshing.
3: Oh so, my um. yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going with it, too, is so with the community sustainability plan, and then obviously the NFP, there's two big policy pieces that impact trees, and we know that there's a huge need for <laughs> a lot more than even the sustainability plan is planning on planting, say that five times fast um. Yeah, it might be an opportunity to uh, encourage more planting because, like you said, it sounds like most of the issues are removing trees and that's like the opposite direction of what we want to be Ah, going
1: Ah, But um, there's some negotiation that goes on because if somebody wants to remove a tree, um, it's going to be at least a two to one, if not three or four to one Mm -hmm. replacement. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they don't get to just remove a tree. You know, they never get to just remove a tree. Mm
3: -hmm. It seems like it happens a lot, but maybe that's outside of the tree committee's purview in those instances. Mm -hmm. uh,
1: Um, Well, they have purview, you know, over any tree that comes out that is in the curb lawn or on city property. You know, unless it is a diseased tree. I mean, unless it's like a dead tree. Then there's, you know, somebody came to us with that. Well, I was told I had to come. It's like it was on city property, but. Mm -hmm. Like the trees were dead, and they're like, "Well, you don't have to ask us. If you can take out dead trees." For,
0: for the amount of replacement, is it uh, based on the age of the tree, or things like that? For a lot of it is. And is that something that would be possibly updated in the tree ordinance update as well to like make sure this actually like follows the fact that like city with trees that are new have like a 30-year life expectancy and stuff
1: like that? I I, I don't know. I mean, I think that an ordinance needs to be um, nimble and not rigid. Um, And so, you know, there may be some recommendations for that, but I don't think it would ever be, you know, an actual numerical value. Because it really depends on the site and, you know, how much room there is to replace that tree
0: so another question I had: if there isn't room on that specific property for the replacement, is there a kind of like requirement for them to replace it in a different nearby-ish mm-hmm. area that's yes. maybe not there as so city land
1: still? Yes. yeah, Okay. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, I thought
0: I thought I remembered something like that. I wasn't sure if they still had to.
4: I know this is all the city property, but I've gone through a lot of neighborhoods, and every once in a while you see some huge. Tree that is not on not a city tree. It's private property. And it's been there for two years. And I can tell by looking at the neighborhood that people don't have the, the money to remove the tree. Does the city have any service where they'll come out and remove a huge fallen tree that's or gonna fall in the house any minute? I, even though it's on private property for some very affordable <coughs>
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't have that information.
3: Maybe we can look into the answer. Um, yes, thank you, Gail. Uh, valuable <laughs> update there. Asylum Lake Policy Management Council. Sharon and then perhaps Laurie?
0: Yeah, uh, Laurie's probably going to have more details. We had a few discussions of um, some different people Leaving the council, but I think a good chunk of the time after financial reports and stuff was um, talking about the parking situation. And Lori,
6: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having trouble hearing you. I don't know if you oh. have trouble
3: hearing me with my mask. Could um, you uh, introduce yourself, Lori? My
6: name is Lori Holmes. I live right next to the preserve <clears throat> on High Point Drive, um, and so I've been very involved in this parking. Involved with the preserve for 12 years now, um, and, and now very involved in the issue of parking at the entrance on Woodchuck. Maybe some of you know a lot about this. I'll be brief. At the, at this point, um, we have been working on the situation since the beginning of the year, and um, we have at this moment two. Mandates or opinions from city departments, which is kind of what your territory. Not necessarily that you have any involvement in it at the moment, that would be of interest to you. Um, one of them is a parking program, limited parking um, proposal, made by Dennis Randolph, the city traffic engineer, who also has been the lead. Uh, engineer and advisor from the city for the bicycle lane program along Winchell Avenue. And he submitted this to uh, several different groups um, on April 8th. And it shows the, um, the uh, map that he proposed for limited parking between 6 a.m. and 9 p. 8 a.m. and 9 9- p.m. 6 a.m. and 9 p.m., and that it would be on the south side of Winchell, with the bicycle lane still remaining intact on the north side, and it would be an interruption to the bicycle lane as, similarly, there is an interruption of various sorts of various bicycle lanes in other streets in the city, um, which then would enable people who do not live within walking distance of this entrance to gain entrance to the preserve. Um, Otherwise, the direction on the sign, which is here, says go down to Oakland, go up to Parkview, go down Parkview and park there, or go to Drake and park there, which also involves walking twice as far to get to the major attraction for people with kids, people who can't walk very far, which is what we call the spillway, which is the area where the big lake comes down here. Then there's a path over it, and there's a creek here with turtles, snakes, minnows, fish, etc., which is what attracts the children especially. Um, so. Um, The Asylum Lake Preservation Association and some of the Winchell neighbors have been concerned about the fact that this entry is now made inaccessible to everyone who cannot walk. There was talk about parking on High Point, which is my street, Shelter Point, which is across. Each of those streets is a private street. The people who live there pay to have the street maintained. They pay taxes, but the taxes don't pay to maintain the street. And so both of those streets have said, no, we we do not permit parking. We're not going to be a parking lot for the preserve. So you're talking about Sycamore, which is some way up, and the people in Sycamore have not been terribly happy with people. These are not wide streets, and just delivery trucks make it difficult to negotiate. Mailboxes and driveways. So um, the reason that the this is the one recommendation from the city draft engineer. The other uh, decision was from the planning department, and it said this is a minor entrance. People can access the preserve from other entrances. This this is not something that's important to very many people, and so they have said, no parking this in this area, even limited, even small numbers, maybe smaller numbers than the original 12 that was proposed by Mr. Randolph. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, the uh, back and forthing of this has gone on and on and on. Um, a group, a substantial group of area residents, because people come from outside of the neighborhood, not just the ones who live down the street, um, wrote letters, wrote, came and testified and, and supported this this idea at the city commission meetings. Um, uh, but there was so far has been no move to change this. Um, the neighborhood association board is insisting that the plan of the neighborhood, which was approved by the city, takes two sides of Winchell Bicycle Lane, period. Um, to bring you up to date on what's happening there, and that this now, uh, this, the council, this was brought to the Management Council of the Preserve by ALP, which has one C that's mentioned uh, she has one seat, and it was highly discussed last week at the council meeting and in a 7 to 1 vote the council voted to support a, this plan or a modification of it. This plan calls for 12 parking spaces the Asylum Lake Preservation Association is perfectly willing to make fewer parking places the main thing is to let fairly small, but steady, steady stream of people who arrive to this place give them access. So, we've heard a lot from Winchell area residents that they are embarrassed and not happy with what feels like exclusivity on the part of the Winchell neighborhood. concerned that people from other areas of the city are being denied access to the preserve, concerned that in order to get there from even the Winchell neighborhood, you're adding pollution to the air by driving all the way around. Um, And the groups that we've heard from most are older people or people with slight handicaps. We know that the preserve is not ADA. There's been a lot of Hope and wish that we could do that. But people who, as one person put it, my 80 year old legs will not travel from those parking lots into the parts of the preserve that are so precious to people. And the other group is people with young children or grandchildren who say, by the time I walk to that entrance and walk down there, my kids want to go home before they even get. Not to mention being over, walking across the field or down through some uh, parks when you can get to Parkview. That is what's happening now. There is now a petition of which I have a copy in case there's someone from the windshield area here who wants to sign it. We have at the moment, we have a, thank you, talking um, We have, at the moment we have between 10 and 12 families scattered through the neighborhood who are um, Circulating this petition, and asking for signatures from their friends and their neighbors, in order at least, whether we finally get this parking or not, to make it known that the neighbors do not want to shut people out from this entrance to preserve We are not, we we have no question about the importance of bicycle lanes, no question about streets. Safety, there's never been a problem with safety on this little dead-end area of Winchell Avenue. We hardly support this. This is something that many, many times, every day somebody new emails me and says, I hear about this petition, I really want to sign it, I want to give it to my neighbors. So that's what's happening right now. Um, My hope is somehow that the city is is going to take this tiny, less than 1.0% of Winchell Avenue and turn it into a welcoming place for people who want to come and enjoy the green space. And I especially, well, many things about this make my heartstrings, but one of them is how many people in this town are working so hard to make accessible green spaces to make, to, to honor the environment, and this just Thank you for
4: letting me get on my sofa. <laughs> or did I hear you correctly to say that the Neighborhood Association, the ODWNA, Open Drive neighborhood Association, is is seriously opposed to parking along there, and they wanted two bike lanes? Seriously, yes.
5: Yeah. They
3: were the lone vote, it, correct?
4: Yes. Yeah, their
6: representative on the council, the management council, was the lone vote against Supporting modification of this. And the Alpha Group, I know, I have not, um, I don't know if, how many of you know Mark Hoffman, but he's been in city politics forever and, and is highly respected. He was the designated uh, person from the Asylum Lake uh, Preservation Association to negotiate with Mr. Randolph and the city and ODWNA about this because we. We in O D W and in, in Alpha are perfectly happy to be flexible about the number of parking. And it was suggested su- suggest that the council shortening the hours if there is bicycle traffic in the morning. Let's not start this permitted parking until noon or ten or whatever.
4: And one little tiny tweak that well, you might do, where they do it a lot of parks, is done till dusk instead of. Yeah, exactly, you
2: know, exactly. Like
6: that. That's that's another another way. Um, yeah, so um, it's been – there's never been a, an official statement from ODWNA, but there's been correspondence back and forth between Alpha and ODWNA and, and requests from Alpha to meet and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, this moment this is it. So, anyway, what? I just wanted to inform you about
4: this. Well, maybe we need to have a few people – to that meeting who are in favor of this new plan?
6: Go to which meeting? We've been at the city commission. I've got,
4: the the We've been neighborhood at- association meeting and just changed the mind.
6: I have had for, for literally, personally, I've had for 30 years a meeting right after this one on the third Wednesday of every month. Yeah. And so I have never been to a meeting. I've been on mailing lists and so forth. Um, uh, I would, we would be happy, if and 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 the well, hope is that this petition from the neighborhood, it's definitely neighborhood, at this point, because we don't have the time and the manpower, person power to expand it. We know we could get it. Because uh, the other important thing to remember is people have gotten twenty-dollar parking tickets by parking there when they didn't realize that the <clears throat> the rules had changed.
5: Yeah. Oh, I can't so does the addition of these parking spots, does this make any infrastructure changes in the road? Are you widening the road? Are you taking anything out? Or is there just nothing that do within that lane you can park here?
6: Just just within that lane you can park
3: here. Yeah, and the other context is up until about this time last year, this was not a problem, and then they installed the bike lane. And I will say, so Lori knows this, I live on the other side of this preserve. I am one of maybe a half dozen people that actually uses the bike lane we're talking about every day to go to work. And it looks like the surface of the moon. So two things. Number one, it's not an inconvenience for me as a cyclist. Number two, the city's not doing a very good job enforcing the rule that they're intending on keeping, which I don't think is right. You can't do it both ways. So at least I'm happy to sign the petition. But um, my understanding, and I, I suppose it's on the public record, I've had my differences with Pete, but I think he does do his best to represent the interests of the people that show up at that meeting. So I feel like that's probably the next best move is that's to try to very convince good. the neighborhood that's very
6: Association. Good piece of Yeah, Is there
4: a, um,
2: is there a yeah. bus out there?
3: There's not a bus. The closest one is traveling through the forest and getting on stadium. I maybe actually just maybe, looked at the map this time.
2: Maybe we should be thinking about adding a bus to promote public transportation uh, instead of. Immediately
5: going to creating more infrastructure for all. It's creating not creating. It's where people
0: used to always park. It was always a parking until the city changed it to say no one's
2: allowed to park there. But I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, I just think we time. need to be a little more creative. We want to really embrace a multimodal transportation mm-hmm.
3: it's not just for simple I think that's a good point. Um, so I was just looking at actually the bus map this morning. Um, yeah, the closest one is a 30-minute loop walk around. I don't think there's a city bus that goes on windchill at the moment, so that's one option. Um, I don't know. I, I just find the access to green space, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm a big proponent of, like, infrastructure in town as well and multimodal. Uh, I think we're losing more by keeping this parking ban than we're gaining. That department is is my read of it. But, um, yeah, I got. I don't think I don't think the ECC is in a position to make a recommendation on this since it's access to green space is relevant, but I don't know if it's our position I, on planning. No, I don't
6: think so either. I just wanted you to know the yes. complicated background. Yes, absolutely.
1: Issues. You know, it, with um, you know, oftentimes with traffic, um, you know, interest in hazes and traffic or trying to assess traffic on a particular road or street, um, you know, there, there are ways to count the number of cars or vehicles that go on a street. I wonder if there is a way to set up uh, a mechanism to count the bicycle use. I mean, because I think that would be relevant. You can say, you know, I know it's a dead end, and I know it's not used very much. You know, you said you're one of a half a dozen. But is there a way to quantify, to actually document that? Like, this is you know, this bike lane is used so infrequently that it's hard to justify keeping, you know, people with, you know, elderly people or people with families or people who would like to access the green space but can't walk that far from using it. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. And, you
1: know, and I don't know if there is or not. You know, you can set up, you know, a, a trail cam and catch the bicycles <laughs> going by, but... um yeah. Well, and it's also not blocking
5: it's,
6: bicycle access. Yeah. You can cross the street and ride or walk your bike on the other side of the street and go back again. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar
1: um, with the area, so Yeah. I oh, know yeah. it's not. That's not the main really thing is I'm city.
3: literally riding in the middle of the street. Because I mean, I know this is short-term thinking. <laughs> you because say we, it's
1: like the
6: crater of it the It is, moon.
3: yeah. So, I mean, we. it's hard to plan on, like, okay, the city street is now bad. Maybe it won't be in the future. So That's not exactly. that great of a reason, exactly. to be fair. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so in my view, it's, I think we're losing more than we're gaining by enforcing this.
0: Yeah, this isn't taking away the bike lane in general. It's just making it be able to do both things. And I don't know if I agree with the trying to count. Um, it's <laughs> definitely um, proven that when you're adding more bike lanes, bike lanes, more people are going to be using them. So right. that's like counting them now when they're continually still working on connecting all of these different bike lanes mm-hmm. um, isn't like be wouldn't accurate. be full data yet. I guess.
2: That's are the parking spaces in front of Windchill? They're parking spaces in front of the elementary school, aren't there?
6: Yeah, they're regulated, and okay. I think at the moment you have to be in the car because it was the idea was we can't let our kids off at the school now because you don't allow parking. So then they made the dashed lines instead of the.
3: And that was that was actually my last disagreement with Pete, uh, the president of the neighborhood association. There is, uh, it's not also very well enforced. So theoretically, parents are only supposed to park there during pickup drop-off time at the school. But a lot of parents, in order to not have to do a UE, will park on the other side, which is a bike lane. And I have an issue with mm-hmm. it because it's, you can't have both sides. Uh, so I think it's a good question, um, but it's, it's temporary for a yeah. bus.
4: Plus, when they park on both sides, very narrow going through there, and you never know when some of the kids going to cross the
1: exactly. street. It is, it, is, it is like... It is. A so real danger to try to drive through there when school is letting out or starting. It's, it is just a, it's a
3: chaotic, jack-up yeah. mess. And getting more cars out of there in the long run is the best plan, certainly. Uh, and, yeah. you know, by the... Uh, yeah, I think if we don't have any more discussion points on this, thank you, Lori, for the presentation. It very much.
6: Um Always nice to be back here. I yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for joining <laughs> miss <you> <laughs> us. Miss you, too.
3: Um, Excellent. Okay. So Park and Rec Advisory Board, Rob's not here. Wellhead Protection Program, we've just got updated on that recently, so we're good. Um, Unless anybody happened to see it, I don't think we have anything from the Watershed Council at the moment. And then odor Task Force, so Aaron is out. So, okay, last thing I have, and then we're going to go to public comment real quick. I don't want to like vote on this, just a brief discussion. Um, I was wondering what people might think of providing the city commission some update every meeting, even if it's a single paragraph, here's the issues we're hearing. Um, obviously, Jean is reporting back on what she's doing, but maybe just as an addition to the stuff that you're uh, doing so you don't have to wait on the meeting minutes, which are habitually really late as well. So just discussion, yeah. You're in Again, favor?
0: Um, I did check with the city clerk, and all of the minute meetings for EPC are up now. Beautiful. Thank you. That's the last time. Um, what we do get is a Friday email. What commission gets is a Friday email from the city manager's office. Okay. Um, and updates every Friday about what's going on. So after this meeting, if there's something significant that you voted on or that we're going to send, I would put that into our Friday email it's something that Aaron or the chair could easily do that or I could
3: um I, I do forward it as well um appreciate that contact yeah so and that's the thing is I wasn't even thinking of necessarily things that we vote on but just kind of like these are the issues we're hearing from the community yeah. on one hand I wouldn't want it to just become background noise for you guys but on the other hand I feel like if right. you're only hearing us when there's huge things, it's easy to forget that we're doing stuff aside from. So, obviously I don't know if the
0: chair would want to summarize <laughs> everything that's right. important that came out of the meeting um, or this, that we're working on, or if our liaison, Melissa, you tend to put things in <laughs> as well for the Friday email. Especially when we were working on the PSP, yes. You know, those things came to us through there. So, um, so Gene will be the one to will be the one to a um, city liaison that would incorporate her
3: thoughts into the city So sure. well, I didn't want to make any decisions today. I just kind of want to put the idea out there if anybody yeah. has thoughts and I'll talk to Aaron about it and maybe uh, we can put it as an agenda item. Maybe, yeah, maybe
0: talk to Jane and make sure that she just summarizes what happened at the sure. meeting and the, it would be great to have the commission know.
3: Right. And I think it would be a nice setup too. Part of my thinking is, we want to become an oversight um, element of the community sustainability plan. I think it would be better to be hearing from us regularly in that yep. sense too.
5: Yeah, and in a similar vein, I guess I just have a question as to why this board is a committee and not a board, and what, and kind of what is the reasoning behind that structure, and if there's been any thought to switching that to a board from a committee and what that process
3: may may look like? I think that's a great question Um, and I would love to continue talking about that Um, and what kinds of things that we might have oversight of Um, even I mean like you said the tree ordinance is pretty old and about to be updated we have a lot of stuff going on community sustainability plan Um, and there's a lot of boards that are touching on environmental stuff but I think it might I don't know, I, I could see us being more of a clearinghouse for more environmental stuff uh, in the future. So I would like to continue talking about that.
4: I think one of the problems with that is we're not elected. And since we're not elected, everybody who votes will elect the commission. And, and then we have to work through them.
3: That's true, mm-hmm. but the planning commission is not elected. Um, yeah, have that, I don't know if I like that either. Yeah, yeah. I'd just like
4: mm-hmm. to have it.
0: We're the only one that isn't, um, and they are all similarly not elected. Yeah, I know. I, know. I mean, we're voted on though fi- officially through the city commission. I don't know if you want to count that. I mean, we're not elected by the public, but uh, yeah. all of those other boards have more authority with, right. with
3: uh, Yeah, I guess. I, I guess know. legally speaking, we're probably appointed by the city commission. I, I guess that's probably the real mechanism of it. We are. They're but. Yeah, but so.
4: the original setup was for us to give them advice because they're the ones they, they are the elected.
3: People. Sure, sure.
4: Are the boards,
1: you know, the, the or you know the the groups that are actually boards, you know, aren't those partially filled with city staff? I mean, they're they're actually a function of city government, mm-hmm. and and we're not. I mean, we have a liaison, but we don't have you know. I a mean, staff it's, member that sits on this, you know, committee. That's why it's an oversight committee.
3: So, I mean, yeah. I just think that might be... That might be part of it. It's different. difference. It, yeah. And
1: I don't, I've do not i never really thought about that. Sure. But it, it is set up differently than, than a board.
3: Right. Yeah. So, uh, at least with the Planning Commission, it's a mixture of uh, public and city employees that have votes on there. Um, and maybe that would be what it would become. We'd have maybe some from Parks and, uh, from Parks and Rec, from Public Works or something like that. But. Um, yeah i don't know i just wanted to put the idea out there maybe sit down and percolate I, I haven't talked to Aaron about it yet um but i really love that idea i've been thinking about the same thing for a while
5: so yeah i wonder if maybe that's a question for the new city attorney if that's something that um you know they would take a look at
3: yeah even what what the mechanics of how that would work absolutely um okay thank you for entertaining that uh can we do public comments uh see if there's anybody on the phone
0: Just about thirty seconds. Yeah, I'm the open. yeah. Are there, are there yeah yes, questions. there's one that is if
3: yeah, Okay, while we're waiting, this is a
0: threat for the architects that have been by um we for downtown uh, working at downtown home. It's open to the public, so if you want to stop by with you're about. Cool, thank
3: you. Thank you. All right. No public comment? All right, well, uh, just saying it out loud, so it's on the record and on the recording, people can email me or the chair uh, their comments that will be written into the record and addressed as well. Uh, they can come to the meeting, that's the ideal way, and then call in usually towards the end. And you said there's a comment?
2: There's
0: a Facebook comment I could read. Um, Richard Stewart said, why do you not address Noise pollution in the environment. Why are we not addressing the environmental health hazards of public urination and defecation on the, in the streets? This led to the spread of disease before they invented indoor plumbing. do is smelling like urine now. Also, these supported traffic calming efforts are dramatically increasing TRAP, traffic-related air pollution. Why are you not holding these planning of the ridiculous measures accountable for the increases in air pollution from all of the starting and stopping, and increased wear from breaking dust. constant speeds reducing emissions and starting and stopping increases. Um, he said could not get through on a call on public line to ask about requiring all road planning and traffic calming discussions to require not increasing TARP, traffic-related air pollution. All the efforts so far are increasing traffic-related air pollution and no one is discussing TRAP. Since you did not take Public comments please acknowledge this public request for the addition. For the addition to TRAP discussions and any further traffic calming, lane lane changes, bicycle lanes, etc., they are increasing traffic-related air pollution. Okay. We had
3: like five yes. Well, uh, number one, thank you for your comment, Richard. Uh, sorry you couldn't get in on the phone line. If you're still listening, uh, we uh, appreciate your Facebook comment. Um, There's a lot of material in there. Uh, the main thing I would say, though, is uh, if you want to address TRAP, we would love to see some data uh, and some uh, supporting documentation on that. Number two, uh, I think if you give it a little time, the idea with traffic calming is to encourage people to not drive in the first place and give alternative methods, as David highlighted. Uh, so ideally, in the long term, even if that is an issue, uh, we can address that. And number three, I don't think the city should look end. Sorry, that's just a. Dis- yeah, there's um, certain
1: places that do, I can
3: tell you that. Sure, uh, but and, and, and it's a hot-button issue right now. Uh, we could definitely, and if we're talking waste management, we could do better about public restrooms available to everybody downtown, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a legitimate concern, but uh, that's outside of our purview.
0: It's not legal for urination or dedication. It is just a fine instead of jail time. So there's no... <coughs> I, I haven't, I don't know, I don't know what to say, but I definitely don't feel like that is incentive for people to start doing something that they previously wouldn't have already done. Also public uh, public uh, restrooms is definitely an issue. They have been continually decreasing while the need has been increasing. So that would be something to actually work towards. But again, that is not our place exactly
3: either. So yeah, uh, Richard, I guess if you're listening, uh, definitely when it comes to the bathroom issue, City Commission is the folks to tell that we need more public restrooms, absolutely. Um, look forward to more information on the TRAP situation. Uh, and thank you for your call. So uh, unless anybody has any closing business, uh, we can adjourn. All right, meeting adjourned. Thank you, everybody. Very good. Well done, thank there. You. <laughs> thank you. Survive.
6: I don't know what the plan is.